0: You know, Bell Shoals is a part of a mission and a movement that's changing the world. One person at a time, one story at a time, one community at a time, one city at a time, one nation at a time. We are a part of a mission and a movement that's changing the world. And what we've seen now in our 60 year history is that God has raised up some difference makers. We, we are a community of faith that is committed to being difference makers to our neighbors and to the nations. And that's what this emphasis is all about. And, and this, this movement of which we are a part started of course, not with us in 1961. It, it actually started in, in the middle of the first century, not long after, after Jesus died, he rose from the dead. He appeared to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And then he ascended to the right hand of God in heaven and, and commissioned his followers to, to make disciples of all the nations to make a difference to their neighbors and to the nations. And that is exactly what happened. Starting in Jerusalem, Christianity was born. It it was born through the ministry of the apostles. It was was born through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. It was born through one life change after another. And, And this mission and this movement began to take root in Jerusalem and literally thousands upon thousands of people were added to the kingdom of God. And as a result, a new community formed. Now, just think about this like a new community, unlike any community in the history of the world, a community of people coming together now and organizing primarily not around language, not around ethnicity, not around common interest. No, all of a sudden this, this community is forming and it's forming as family, not around anything that is rooted in human ancestry or, or human designations, but, but was rooted in the saving power of Jesus, who is the Christ. And so you've got people coming to Jesus who who previously were enemies. You have people coming to Jesus who live lives of rebellion. You have people coming to Jesus who who previously were at odds with each other and now here they are in this newly formed community of faith where they regard each other as brothers and sisters. I love the fact that our Our dear friend Gary Payne baptized his grandsons as his brothers in Christ. How precious is that? Because they are. They are now brothers in Christ. And so you've got this newly formed community now where upon every single baptism in Jerusalem in the middle of the first century, you've got men and women now, first generation Christ followers baptized into the family of God. And this new community is formed known as the church, okay? And, and, and they didn't call themselves the church, but, but, but if they had called themselves the church, it would have been the first Baptist church of Jerusalem. And not long after that, there would have been a second Baptist church and then a third Baptist church and then a Hope Baptist church and then a New Hope Baptist church and then a No Hope Baptist church, okay? That's how these things progress. But initially, they, they don't know that they're the church. They don't call themselves the church. They're just a newly radically changed people about Jesus who is the Christ. Brothers and sisters now from different tribes, tongues, peoples, and nations, gathering together in the thousands in Jerusalem, meeting in house churches and homes, spreading the gospel, God is working. And I want you to see God is working mightily through this new community. Let me show you Acts chapter 4. in in this description of this new community, this is is profound. Here's what the scripture tells us. Now all these believers were united in heart. They were united in mind and they felt that whatever they owned was no longer their own. And so they shared everything they had. And the apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and God's great blessing was upon them all. Let me just remind you, especially if you're new to Christianity, if you're new to Bell Shoals, listen, we are a people who are not about religion. We are a people who are about resurrection. Bell Shoals is not a group of people that are about religion, We're not about just coming and working through the motions so that we can give ourselves some false sense of security on our way to hell. Let me tell you something. We are a people whose lives have been radically and eternally changed because of a man named Jesus who triumphed over death and through faith in him gives us the same power and the same victory over death that he achieved. Our presence today is about resurrection, right? Yes. It's about resurrection. And notice what the apostles are testifying powerfully to about the most important event in human history, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And of course, God's blessing is upon them all. And so look at this, there, there's no, check it out, no needy people among them because those who own land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. And, and check this out, within this newly formed community of faith, as there is need, as, as as people are facing hardship, what's happening? Other believers, other brothers and sisters are coming to their aid, are ministering to them to ensure that their needs are met. You say, well, what kind of government program was that? Mm -mm. No. It wasn't wasn't about welfare, it was about family. It's about a brother or sister in need. And a radically changed people saying, you know what? My life is no longer about this life, it's about eternal life. And the stuff that I have here, I'm not taking with me. And the stuff that I have here pales in comparison to what God has already given me and what God has secured for me. And so therefore I'm I'm gonna leverage what I have to be a blessing to others because as we've seen already in this series and as we've seen throughout human history, God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. And they said, hey, I've got an extra piece of land. The reality is it's, it's nice to have, but I don't need it. And when I look at the need around me, you know what, I could sell this, and and many believers did, and they brought the money and they said, hey, let's care for each other. Let's care for our brothers and sisters in need. And there's a radical community formed. And then then I love this. This is one of my favorite people in the Bible. Let me show you this guy right here. I love Luke, a guy named Luke, who himself was changed by Jesus. Okay, he was a physician. He meticulously researched uh, much of of, of the life and ministry of Jesus. And then then I love it. He gives us a, a specific example. He says, for example, there's a guy named Joseph but but the apostles didn't call him Joseph. They actually gave him a nickname. Now, when I give people nicknames, they're not necessarily flattering. <laughs> do any of you do that? Like I'm all about nicknames, but like when somebody gets a nickname, it's usually born in sarcasm or they messed up. And now we're calling him something to remind all of us of how, how badly they messed up, right? Well, apparently the apostles had a little bit more of the Holy Spirit than I do. and. Um, And and they said, you know what? I love this. They said, you know what? You know what, Joseph, you're such a blessing to our community. You are such a blessing. You're such an encouragement. We're not calling you Joseph anymore. We're gonna call you encouragement. Now, now in the original language there, it's Barnabas. We're gonna call you Barnabas, which means you're such an encouragement. We're gonna call you son of encouragement. Hey, encourager, get over here, man. We wanna talk to you. They actually did the opposite of what I would do. <laughs> like they gave a nickname based on just the blessing this guy was because what what was Barnabas doing check out what Luke says here in Acts 4:30 430, 4:37 let me let me skip to one more because he he sold a field he owned he brought the money to the apostles. he was just he was just constantly encouraging the fellowship he was he was doing what he could to meet those in need and And I just want you to understand throughout the history of the world, this is a radical shift. You did not find this type of community anywhere else in the world. This is a game changer. I know you and I, who may have grown up in church, some of us grew up in church all of our lives, you know, and we've kind of been a part of, of different ministry and opportunities. And If you've been connected to Belle Shoals, for sure, you know what it means to be blessed, to be a blessing. That's our heartbeat. But I just want you to, I just want you to go back in your mind 2,000 years ago to first century Jerusalem, and all of a sudden, for the very first time in human history, there's a community of men and women who were formerly strangers, but are now family. And they're selling land to help meet the needs of those within their community. And you got this guy named Joseph, who's such an encouragement and such a blessing. The apostle's like, dude, we're not calling you Joseph anymore. We're calling you Barnabas. We're calling you son of encouragement. And I mean, this is like radical. This is incredible what God is doing. and. And, and it emulates, frankly, what happened in the ministry of Jesus. What we find through what you and I know is the ministry of the church is simply a reflection of the ministry of Jesus. And what was that? It was a ministry where joy was experienced and spread. I mean, this is what Jesus, like Jesus came and like to be around Jesus was to be around joy and blessing. I mean, that's why Jesus came. Remember when Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve and to to lay down my life as a ransom for many. Let me give you an example in Luke 19. Check this out. As Jesus was was ministering in the area, he came down the path near the Mount of Olives, and the whole crowd of the disciples began to praise God. What joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen Jesus coming down. People, what they're filled with joy, they're like overwhelmed with what God has done through Jesus. Luke Luke 24 says says this after worshiping Jesus, they returned to Jerusalem with what with great joy because let me give you a key takeaway associated with the life and ministry of Jesus, all right? Wherever Jesus is working, joy is spreading. Let's see, you miss, I mean, what's wrong with you people? You missed it. That was such an obvious, okay. Let me, I mean, i I planned all this out. I thought, I'm going to get to that. Man, that's good. I felt like the Holy Spirit gave that to me. I'm like, people might just lose their minds, all right? I mean, I don't know. And, and, and then you know, wah, wah, wah. I mean, I, I, th- I thought y'all might be a little excited about, I mean, I thought y'all might have a little joy. Let me try this again. Wherever Jesus is working, joy is spreading. Isn't that right? Come on. <laughs> Didn't y'all grow up in vacation Bible school? I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. <laughs> Some of you are like, I ain't never coming back to this church, they're a bunch of weirdos. Man, just think about it, wherever, this is so true, wherever Jesus is working, joy is spreading. It happened. yeah, yes, come on. Now you can't do that every time I say it or we ain't gonna get through this message, all right? But I mean, it's just, it's so awesome. You see that in his ministry, right? You see that in his ministry. And, and I, here's what I want you to catch today. You see it now in this newly formed community. People, people selling what they have to meet the needs of others. What's that doing? Perpetuating the joy of Jesus. People serving, people sharing the gospel, people caring for each other, people witnessing, sharing their faith. And and then let me fast forward to Acts eight just quickly, all right? Let me let me, let me show you what happened here. And it, it looks like it looks like man, we're gonna get some, some hard times here because you got this guy named Saul who 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 was um, one of the witnesses to the murder of a guy named Stephen, who was a Christ follower that they put to death, the enemies of, of, of Christianity, and, and Saul agreed with the killing, all right? But, and so a great wave of persecution began sweeping over the church in Jerusalem, all right? But, but that's not the end of the story because all the believers except the apostles begin to scatter throughout the regions of Judea, Samaria. The church is now being scattered outside of Jerusalem for the very first time in their history because God's gonna use this persecution to get the gospel to, to the other parts of the region, all right? And so check it out. So there's some, some devout men came. They buried Stephen with great mourning. Saul goes everywhere from house to house, trying to destroy the church, all right? Dragging people out and throwing them into prison. But the believers who were scattered went about, guess what, telling everybody, that they met about this guy named Jesus who changed their lives. Okay, Philip, for example, check this out, went to the city of Samaria and he told all the people there about who the Messiah is. Hey, you heard about the Messiah? I actually know who he is, his name is Jesus. Let me tell you about Jesus. And the crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and the miraculous signs that he did like this. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. Many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed and check it out. And so there was much, much what? Joy in the city, right? Yes. There's joy in the city because wherever Jesus is working, what? Joy is spreading. You're getting it. And you got every day, ordinary people going to places like Samaria, places like Antioch, places like Judea, and they're saying, hey, let me tell you about a guy who changed my life and God's bringing revival and with revival comes joy. And that's how God's been working for 2,000 years. That's how God's been working through the ministry of Bell Shoals since 1961. A people changed by the power of Jesus, who have experienced true joy like none other and who are committed to spreading that joy wherever we go. And I'm grateful for the Womble family that we highlighted two weeks ago who shared the joy of Jesus in Pakistan. I'm grateful for Kyle and Tara Atkins who we talked about last week, who are sharing the joy of Jesus through the Forever Home Foundation And I wanna tell you today that I'm grateful for a ministry here at Bell Shoals called The Real Hope House that every single week shares the joy of Jesus to people right here in our community who have various needs. Because wherever Jesus is working, joy is spreading. And Bell Shoals, I want you to know, joy is spreading through the ministry of Bell Shoals and joy is spreading through the ministry of what we call the Real Hope House. If you're new to our fellowship, this is actually a house, a home that we own just kind of across the street in one of these directions. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Somewhere in this direction. If you're watching online, I don't know what to tell you. And it's a home that we own attached to our property here just across the street. And, and here's what we do, okay? This is awesome. Every single week here at the Brandon campus on Wednesday from 10 to 11, we, we have people come through, they come through in, in large numbers and they receive um, essential items, food, toiletries, diapers, people who for whatever reason are encountering a hard time because we all go through those seasons and, and they need some help. And when they come to the Real Hope House at Bell Shoals, they get the help that they need. But let me tell you something, they don't just get the physical items that they need, they also get spiritual words of encouragement. They get the gospel of Jesus Christ and they get the joy of our savior. We pray with every single person and every single car that comes through that line every single week. We have another location at our Palm River campus that looks a little bit differently, but every single week at the Palm River campus, they give a hot meal and clothes to people in that part of our city and the joy of Jesus is spreading. Bell Shoals, can I give you a good word? Since January of last year, listen to me, in this pandemic, in this very challenging season of ministry, I want you to know that the mission and the movement of Bell Shoals, the mission and the movement of of, of the church, this mission and movement of Jesus to spread joy wherever he's working, okay, it has continued. Just since January of last year, through our Real Hope House, we've given 9,391 bags and boxes to families in need. We have served 18,790 hot meals and we've had 210 people make a spiritual decision for Jesus whose lives have been forever changed through the ministry of Bell Shoals and the Real Hope House. And we praise God for that. We praise God for that because wherever Jesus is working, joy is spreading. And we are a people who are about doing whatever we have to do to spread the joy of Jesus. We give just like those early believers did in Jerusalem. We pray just like those early believers did in Jerusalem. We rally around the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, just like those early believers did in Jerusalem. We serve others, we sacrifice, we, 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 we go even to the nations because we believe that the joy we have is not a joy to be kept into ourselves, but it's a joy that we are to spread to others, And the greatest joy is sharing the joy and seeing others come to know that joy for themselves and then begin to spread it to others. And that's what the mission of the church is all about. And that's what we're doing here at Bell Shoals. That's what we're doing through the ministry of real hope. We're not just giving necessities. We're not just giving toiletries. We're not just giving meals. We're giving... Hope.